0: Welcome to All Things Travel. Travel can truly be a full family affair. More and more families are taking multi-generational trips together. And today we discuss the tips you need to know to plan and enjoy these memorable trips. You're listening to All Things Travel, episode 55. Original air date, June 23rd, 2021. Shane, have you
1: ever taken a multi-generational trip with your family?
0: Yeah, in fact, um, before my mom passed, we used to take trips at least a couple of times a year, sometimes a few times a year.
1: Cool. Two Thanksgivings ago, I had our family of four and then both sets of grandparents, so a total of eight folks, go um, on a Disney cruise over Thanksgiving. And then um, this summer, actually, in a few weeks, um, we are going to a beach house just south of St. Augustine, and we're renting that for a week and just hanging out at the beach. And I'm really excited about that.
0: Nice. How how nice was it to have a Thanksgiving vacation where you didn't have to do any of the cooking or cleaning or any of that for the holiday festivities?
1: You know... Both my wife and I love to do the cooking, and so that was kind of weird not to have that. I mean, we just ended up doing it, uh, you know, uh, in in early December or, or closer to Christmas. Um, but that was kind of nice just to step away from all of that and and have something different. I don't know if we'll do that again, but it it was definitely a, a fun experience.
0: And then I mentioned on one of our episodes how for a Thanksgiving trip once we we drove to a a Texas beach for a Thanksgiving beach trip when my kid was six weeks old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, lots of, lots of fun with multi-generational trips. Yeah, absolutely. Hey,
1: before we start talking today about um, multi-generational trips, we have a recent review that I want to highlight. We have a five-star review from I know lots of stuff now and this person says great pod dudes guys this info is relevant interesting practical and curated I'm a fan and will listen to everyone adding value mission accomplished I love it thank
0: you so much for that review That is awesome and I love the use of of dudes I love being addressed as dude it's <laughs> There we'll take I it I do it and I'll take it yes sir and continuing our trip around the world where new Downloads for all things Travel Show are popping up. I'd like to add to our growing list, Anthem, Arizona. Anthem, Arizona. Yes. And Magdalena Contreras, Mexico City.
1: Very cool. Welcome.
0: Apologize for my pronunciation. I I did my best. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mexico City and Anthem, Arizona.
1: Absolutely. It's it's great to have folks from all over the place um, joining us. So as travel advisors, uh, Shane, we've been talking uh, to more families who want to take vacations with everybody. So grandparents, parents, kids, siblings, families, and more. I think coming out of COVID, I think people are ready to travel, but they're also ready to see the people they haven't seen for a while. And so they're combining those two things and and really looking for travel to be a way to reconnect. Um with each other, and also celebrate uh, special family milestones. I've been working with groups, you know, where there's a birthday or an anniversary, and that's, that's really special.
0: This episode is coming out the week after Father's Day, and if you are thinking about planning a multi-generational trip, you probably know that a parent enjoys nothing more than spending time with their kids. A grandparent enjoys spending time with grandkids just as much, if not more.
1: I assume- yes.
0: I assume that's the case. I, don't have, I, any have, personal been, experience I have been yet. the
1: recipient as a grandchild, and I've also been a recipient as a parent traveling with grandparents that didn't really want to deal with me. They wanted to deal with my kids, so I was able to go do my own things, so and that's a nice thing too.
0: And sometimes it works out, although I wouldn't just assume and take for granted that you can do this. Sometimes it no, works out no, that the a- grandparents yep. can take care of the grandkids while the parents can have a nice date night or something sure, within the vacation.
1: So we've got several ideas that fit this type of vacationing
0: to a T. Shane, what's the first one? Well, first of all, maybe ideas for multi-generational trips. Uh, I guess destinations or types of vacations, such as taking a cruise. Yep. As a multi-generational family unit or an an all-inclusive resort. Well, I think with
1: cruises and all-inclusives, We've talked about these types of vacations before, and I think particularly for a multi-generational family, it allows a lot of flexibility, and also you don't have to think about a lot. Things are taken care of for you. So you know that your food is taken care of. With an all-inclusive, your activities and your drink are taken care of. With a cruise, you've got a set destination. It really takes a lot of guesswork out of planning
0: when it comes to your vacation. Definitely, because m- most of our multi generational vacations together have been in rental homes and, and camping trips, and both of those require a little extra planning yeah. with, especially with food and yeah. cleaning and food prep. So, yeah, a lot of that is simplified by taking a by sure. going on a cruise or an all inclusive resort where all of that meal time is handled for right. you. But the advantage of a rental
1: home is. You know, being able to plan those meals. You know, maybe you know, maybe it's everybody has a different night when it comes to cooking. Or you know, we know we want to stay on the beach, but we're not interested in staying at a resort. We we just want to be by the beach. Or um, you know, we want to have a rental home near a, a special town. You know that or in the mountains. So so it allows you a lot more flexibility when it comes to where um, and everybody tends to have more of their own space in a rental home versus definitely a cruise, um, but even possibly a, an all-inclusive resort.
0: Yeah, sure. Then we'll talk a little bit later about thinking about accommodations, but there is some a little bit of strategy you yeah. can use in a rental home to make sure that each person has a, a quarters that, that suits what they right. need better. Absolutely. And then I think this
1: last one is really interesting, a heritage trip. So the family going together, um, several groups or generations in a family, maybe going to an important place in the life of the family, or maybe it's going to visit the home country or another region of the United States where the family came from or had had a significant part of their history there. That's a really cool idea.
0: Yeah. And I haven't taken that type of vacation yet. We haven't taken a heritage trip, but that is a great suggestion, Ryan. And now I've got just lots of ideas flowing through my mind for things that I'd like to do for a heritage trip.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know particularly places like Ireland, Italy, um, you know, there's lots of options around this um, where, where families can actually return to where their ancestors came from, Um, you know, or if you had a a large group of of family that was in a different part of the United States, maybe you move from, you know, California to St. Louis or, um, you know, the family started in New York City and then they tra- and then they moved to Chicago. So, you know, going to some of those places and seeing, you know, what was that actually like for our family? I mean, what a unique experience for um, grandparents and grandkids and parents to have together.
0: Sure, definitely, because, uh, you know, I, this hasn't happened on planned heritage, multi-generational trips, but being in a, an area where a grandparent grew up, um, for example, on a couple of times visiting my, my mother-in-law, she, she would show me this fountain kind of far from where she still lives now, where her, and tell us the story about when her husband, my wife's father first kissed her and you can get Just lots of great stories. They'll enjoy telling those stories about those places where they had these experiences growing up and you'll enjoy hearing about those stories. Very cool. So there are some things
1: to consider when it comes to planning a multi-generational trip. As you're already starting to hear, there could be some different variables that you have to account for. So we've got five tips to help um, you plan a multi-generational trip. The first is... Include as many as you can in the planning process. Now you're like, whoa, Ryan, so I have to give everybody a survey or I have to hear (laughs) from everybody about what they want to do. Yes, to a certain extent. Um, You know, as much feedback as you can get before the conversation starts to narrow down, I, I think the better, you know. If, if the grandkids want to go to Disney World and the grandparents want to go to the Grand Canyon and the parents want to go to Cabo, you're going to have trouble finding a compromise. But sure. at least get that feedback of what people want to do and how they want to do, um, when they want to do, that will really help at least start to narrow down what that trip
0: could look like. Because you don't want to have a vacation that completely leaves mom out. Right? Yes. It has activities that everybody loves, and then you didn't include anything that mom would enjoy or that the granddad would enjoy. I've had those conversations with families where grandma and grandpa are paying
1: for everybody on the trip, and then it starts to become the trip is not about what grandma and grandpa want. It's about what everybody else wants. Once, And we have to kind of circle the wagons a little bit and kind of go back and say, okay, but how can we, how can we include what grandma and grandpa want in this conversation? And, and that makes a a, a better trip for everybody.
0: Yeah. To reiterate, even when grandma and grandpa are paying and want to spend time with those grandkids, they don't want the trip to turn into grandma and grandpa babysitting while the parents go out and have fun every day. What's the second tip, Shane? Along the same lines of including as many people as you can in the planning, plan a variety of activities so that there's something for everyone to enjoy. Someone might have to sit and watch while someone else enjoys a certain activity that they don't participate in for whatever reason. But if you mix it up a bit, then there's a good mix of everyone, nobody's left out. Everyone got to do something they enjoy and everyone got to watch their grandkids or their grandparents do something that they enjoyed during the trip. And along with
1: that, not everybody has to do the same thing. I mean, depending on the type of trip that you're at, you know, you could be on a cruise where you hit the port and five folks go to this excursion and five folks go to that excursion. And not everybody has to be together all the time. That's not necessarily what a multi-generational trip is. It's, Spending time together on vacation—that doesn't mean you're with everybody twenty-four-seven. It means you're having the experience together, and you know, come back together at dinner or come back together with, for a cocktail in the evening and talk about what you did. And everybody kind of shares their experiences. They share pictures. Um, you know, you can certainly do that with this variety of activities.
0: And that's consistent with what we advised on the couple's trip. Of on a couple's trip, it's okay to have some solo time. And then same thing with a multi multi-gener- a multi generational trip. It's okay to have so- a little bit of solo time, and it's maybe okay to have a little bit of of date night or other mixes of people spending quality time together without everyone having to be involved. Absolutely. This next one, the third tip, is a biggie. Think about
1: your accommodations beforehand. How are folks going to split up, or what type of accommodations are going to be best for your family? Getting that beach. Rental may sound really good, but if you're trying to save money and all of a sudden you realize there's two bathrooms for 12 people, I can tell you from experience that's not going to work. At the same time, are there ways to split families up so that, you know, maybe mom and dad can have a date or maybe it's thinking about a, a space for grandma and grandpa separately so that they have quiet when they need to, rest time when they need to. Um, you know, what's public space? What's private space? Maybe if you know that the teenage cousins are going to stay up late, they stay together. Or if you know that these people need to do work while they're on the trip, there's a space for that. Thinking about all these accommodations, um, is really, really important. Um, to give you a, for instance, when we were on our cruise with, with our family and the two sets of grandparents, We had connecting staterooms so we could go back and forth within the staterooms. However, we did not have the balcony walls taken down so that everybody would have their own balcony space. You could still talk to people, but we thought, you know, that may be a little too intrusive to have, you know, my my son essentially be able to walk back and forth and stare in people's rooms because he'd want to go see what grandma grandpa are doing at 6 30 in the morning and so everybody had their own space but yet we could still very easily connect with everybody
0: one thing that we do is we'll try to make sure that say my sister has easy access to a balcony where she can stay up later yep. and maybe not you know keep up those of us who are going to go to bed earlier and then likewise give me earlier access to the kitchen so I can get up and make my yep. coffee and, yep. and, and do that kind of stuff without waking up someone in the morning who stayed up later. Yeah, absolutely. And another good tip for an, a multi-generational family vacation is to talk about the budget early and get some of that planning and the conversations. Sometimes if those conversations are going to be uncomfortable with you, go ahead and have them and get them out of the way. And when you have them early, take care of them, they, they tend to be much less uncomfortable or sure. more comfortable than if you put them off until you get to a point where you have to have them.
1: Well, and I've had situations where, you know, again, one, one family's paying for everybody. I've had situations where everybody's paying on their own. I've had situations where some people are paying for others and then, and and payments are split up so it it is it, it is really important to have those conversations and i would say too from a travel advisor standpoint it's important to have those conversations about the deposits because even if you're not sure about the payments down the road if you don't get everybody on the same page with deposits it just takes it just takes longer and longer and longer to get the trip set up so for so for instance, I've had it where some family members have just paid the deposits for the entire group. And then so they know that they've booked what they want, they're set to go on the cruise, they're set to go at the all-inclusive, and then
0: and then they handle the 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 later payments individually. Oh, that's a good idea. And sometimes a portion or all of the deposits. Are refundable after sure. you leave and they check out to make sure that nothing's been damaged in the house or the room right. or the cabin. Right. Sure. And yeah, you can kind of work out how that goes. Because I've had situations before where there was a few different groups, and, and actually this was, this was a group, not a fam multi generational trip, but the same could apply where there was a different numbers of family members sharing different numbers of rooms. Yeah. And not staying the entire time. So yeah, it I does came get up, tricky. So I was able to come up with a spreadsheet where I said where I worked out the cost kind of per person per room yep. based on it was someone getting the master room or the ensuite and it was someone sharing bathrooms where everybody was pretty happy with how the cost was split up right between everyone so that's right and that was something we took care of first thing is like, okay who wants the who really wants the suite and are you willing to pay a little extra for it who's going to have. Maybe more people in one room because they have more kids in the other family, something like that. And yeah, you can have a lot of those conversations early, make everything more genial. I would say along with that, maybe a bigger question is, how
1: does the idea of the trip start? So we've had some times where we have invited our parents to go with us. And so therefore we're paying a portion of their trip or vice versa. We've also had times where we have said, we are traveling to this place. Would you like to travel while, with us while we're traveling? Mm-hmm. And so we have that conversation, well, how is that different? You know if, if if we're paying for everything because we're celebrating my parents' 50th anniversary, we took my parents to Hawaii and we paid for a larger portion of that. When we travel again, we're not necessarily, you know, that's not the precedent now that we're paying for everything when we travel together. So having those conversations becomes really important. And then the last tip, have somebody in your family who is the travel planner. What this is not is somebody who is going to take over and plan everything.
0: Refer to the first tip.
1: Yes. What (laughs) this is, is somebody who's going to help organize the logistics, like what Shane talked about with the spreadsheet or more particularly, work with the travel advisor who's helping to set this up. I think you've heard through these tips. There's a lot of variables that you may not be thinking about. Working with the travel advisor makes a lot of sense, but I can tell you it makes my job a lot easier. And so, therefore, it makes the process easier for you if I have one point person who's helping me organize everything rather than six different families.
0: Well, that helps everyone who's going. They know the know person to call if they have an idea, if they need to change anything, or if they have a question. And then it also makes it easier for whoever that person is working with, whether it's the the rental company for the beach houses, or the cruise company, or the travel advisor, or where they have their trip insurance policy. That's the go-to person that makes those calls when the communication need arises.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. And it it just makes the process run really smoothly. Well, These are some tips to help you plan a type of trip that I really hope you start to talk to your family about. I have worked with a lot of folks. I've had personal experience with these trips. I know how rewarding they are and I just, I think you should
0: do it. I agree. I think you should too, because you, you need to spend that time together while you can, you know, like I, you know, I I mentioned that we, when my mom was still alive, we took a lot of the trips, you know, two, three trips a year as a multi-generational unit and, at some point, she started getting a little too sick. She couldn't make those trips. And so, you know, we haven't taken them in a while. And, and so don't wait to take those trips. Don't wait for a better time to do it. Go ahead and do it now while everyone still can. And so that you don't have to someday just go, oh, wow, man, we, sh- we should have taken those trips. We should have just taken them instead of waiting for the kids to graduate or to get a promotion or to pay off the car or whatever it is. Just go ahead and take those trips and spend that time together as soon as you can, while you can. I couldn't agree more.
1: Well, we would love to help you plan this amazing trip with your family. As you know, Shane and I are both travel advisors with Creating Magic Vacations. You can reach me at Ryan at com, R-Y-A-N at com, or Disney Travel Dad
0: on both Instagram and Facebook. And you can reach me. Uh, Email at shane, S-H-A-Y-N-E, at creatingmagicvacations.com. Or you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram at shane.fun. And remember that it is our job to make you the vacation planning superhero. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on All Things Travel. And remember, never stop exploring. That's the go-to person that makes those calls and that those person make the calls to when, is that a word, Genio?